Hello, hello, and welcome to Self Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We are a weekly podcast that's here to generate and share self-care ideas with each other. Last week, I brought you year-end reflection questions with the Self-Care is Sexy assessment tool. The assessment was created to get you guys thinking about your own self-care and to help generate focus of your efforts. We also wanted to, you know, give you guys this opportunity to celebrate all of your amazing success of making self-care a priority this year. Now, if you missed that or any of our previous episodes, you can check them out by heading on over to www.selfcareissexy.com. Now, I want to give you guys a preview of what to expect from today's show. So today, we're going to look back at the highlights from this past year, 2017, and I'll be sharing what's ahead and new in 2018 from Self Care Sexy. I've got a few highlights from my favorite interviews this past year, and I wanted to share with you guys kind of what I've learned with this past year of practicing self-care. So all of that's coming up in just a moment, but first, a few quick housekeeping announcements. So we have some really exciting stuff coming up this month, and uh, we want to make sure you don't miss out on all the fun. We've got our self-care sexy brunch coming up. If you want to meet in person, talk a little self-care, eat some yummy food, hit me up via Facebook for all the details. It's www.facebook.com forward slash permission for self-care. Just look for the little pink heart and click on the events. Now, if you're not lucky enough to live here in the Portland area, no worries. You can always attend our brunch via the live chat. Just email me and I will send you the link. My email is chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. All right, second up on the housekeeping notes, I wanted to share with you guys and give a quick shout out to a listener who reached out to me recently. So Gretchen, uh, she's a single mother of two. Um, She's from Delston, Indiana. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And she wrote me an amazing email that I wanted to share. It says, hi, Chris, I love your show. It benefits me greatly. I realize that it's good to do self-care, but it can be such a struggle for me. I am a single mother of two little girls who are wonderfully curious and extremely active. I really liked episode number 40, The Ultimate Consequence. That was the ultimate consequence um, to the lack of self-care. I feel like making self-care a priority is very hard for me to do, and that episode helped a lot. My little girls are my life, and I have to take care and and I have to take care of myself first. Although it's challenging to find time, I do know that it's important. For my self-care, I love my Ninja Pro Blender. I make smoothies and protein shakes in the morning, and I really enjoy them. It's like a treat to myself. We really love your show here in Indiana and want to visit Portland someday. Well, Gretchen, you're going to love this amazing city. We have some extremely awesome juice bars for you to check out, so I'm, I'm glad that you, you liked it. It is, you know, really hard for a lot of us to have a, a reason to make self-care important, and a lot of us are searching for the permission to do so. So, you know, it's okay to take a nap or to have a day to yourself. I know it's hard. Just Just keep at it and remember that you are the boss of you, and you're the only one who can give you the happiness that you're looking for. So... You know, you got to try different techniques, whatever you can, you know, find a babysitter, uh, take a few hours off, send the kids to like a, a bouncy house or something, you know, just do whatever you have to do to give yourself that time because you are worth it. You deserve it. And you're going to be better able to handle life's little ups and downs when you're coming from a place of feeling satisfied and full. 
okay, so that's that's it for housekeeping. Thanks again to Gretchen who reached out. If you have a self-care experience that you want to share, just shoot me an email. Again, it's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. Okay, so for today's show, I wanted to start out, as most of you already know, but maybe if you're new to the show, you don't. My dear friend Sarah and I started this project, um, it's almost been two years now, and at first I thought this was just going to be a fun way to help my friend out with her um, her senior project for graphic design school, but you know, this little project has blossomed quickly into something so much bigger. You know, we started recording our friends talking about self-care, and then the conversation grew from the basics of, you know, self-care and how that works for them um, to what they're doing to, you know, some of the difficulties that they're having making self-care a priority. And it turns out a lot of people want to talk about and have something to talk about when it comes to self-care. They've had a lot to say this year. In this past year, I've recorded over 129 hours of interviews. I've entered some of the most amazing people, you guys. And I've personally learned so much just talking with everyone and getting to know their stories and so much so that I'm writing a book to share with you guys what I've learned and some tactics that that seem to be popping up that are kind of a theme and you can kind of spot the patterns of success with people who don't find self-care difficult. So anyway, as someone who has really struggled with self-care, this process has really opened my eyes and you guys, it's it's completely changed my life. It's just been all these different wonderful people that I've had on the show, there's been so much helpful information, tips, and inspiration coming out of these people that I've interviewed, and, and it's amazing. So, first of all, I want to go over with you guys uh, just some of the things that I've learned, some of the tactics and tricks that have kind of been universal and I've seen a lot. First of all, the number one way that all of our listeners and, and guests of the show get their self-care in is sleep. You know, we've had episode after episode talking with peeps about how sleep is the first thing to go to when the shit hits the fan, and it's the fastest, cheapest, easiest way to get self-care when you're needing it really badly. If right now in your life, you know, you're really struggling to put yourself first, you're really struggling to find time to do the things that you really want to do... This week, I invite you to commit to a steady sleep practice. You know, it's going to be different for everyone. I know some people we've interviewed, you know, they need 9, 10 hours of sleep to feel healthy in the morning. Um, some people can live off 6 hours of sleep, which, you know, God bless y'all, because <laughs> I'm a solid seven and a half, eight hour girl myself. But whatever it is, you got to kind of tweak with, you know, your schedule. You've got to say no. you got to set boundaries. You just have to make that hard, fast rule that, hey, nothing comes in between me and my bedtime. The chores can wait, the laundry can wait, the tasks can wait, other people needing attention can wait, the fun can wait. Just really make that a priority this week. After sleep on the most popular self-care tips I've learned this last year, socializing was next on the list, which I find a little different. Personally, when I need self-care, I like to be by myself, you know, just like unplug and, and not be around anyone. But the majority of people that I've interviewed or been hanging out with this last year, friends that I connect with, they they talk about self-care in the sense of, you know, talking it out with a friend or um, going to, to do something social that they enjoy doing. And I dig it. I mean, it, it, there is there's time for all of that. I found it a little interesting, uh, especially for my introverts out there. 
that socializing was such a big common thread. You know, I would ask people, pretty much I ask the same questions every time I interview anyone about self-care. And I ask, you know, what are some examples of ways that you get self-care? And surprisingly, a lot of people talk about socializing, hanging out with their friends, um, meeting up for coffee with a buddy they haven't seen in a while, that kind of stuff. So I really, I was really, you know, that, that surprised me when I started this project. I kind of had this, I don't know, fantasy idea of how self-care works. But it's interesting. Um, you guys can check out these past interviews and, and hear what I'm talking about. But give it a try for yourself. Maybe maybe it's time to, to hit up somebody you haven't seen in a while, maybe reconnect with somebody that you really trust and and you know talk it out vent it out get it out you know that's that's a big form of self-care now another thing I learned this past year interviewing all these wonderful people I learned that the biggest hindrance to getting self-care is just remembering to make it a priority you know it just seems to fall off the radar we all kind of get busy we kind of get doing our things if you're if you're like me and you've kind of created a pattern of always trying to help other people first, it can be really hard to switch your energy and your thinking to, okay, what have I done for myself lately? How do I need to reorganize my day so that I can get the time to myself that I need to take the breaks that I need? Um, whatever it is, you know, it, it, it's the biggest hindrance that everyone talks about the biggest challenge to their self-care is just remembering to do it so you know over this past year we've talked with other guests on the show about how they're able to remind themselves to make self-care a priority a lot of people have mentioned you know putting little reminders on their phone writing themselves little love notes they've um one gal shared with us earlier this year of how she booked herself um, spa dates a year in advance, which I thought was really fun. You know, just different things and tactics that have come up over this year about how to make self-care a priority. And I would ask you, you know, do you have a routine, a practice, something in place to help you remember and get you to, to focus on making this a priority? Because I promise you, if you're dealing with a lot of struggles or problems in your life right now and things aren't really where you want them to be. Don't focus on the 10 problems you're trying to fix. Just eliminate all of them and do the one thing that's going to solve all 10 at once and make this so much easier on you. And that is focus on your self-care. Make it a priority every single day to give yourself time. If it's 10 minutes, a half an hour, three hours, whatever you can budget for, make you and what's important to you a priority today. Now, another thing I've learned over this last year of interviews and projects is that if self-care isn't something you've done on a regular basis, it can feel weird at first. It feels selfish and, and we don't really know what to do. It can sometimes create a lot of anxiety. You know, clearly you're listening to this podcast, so you've bought into the notion that self-care is important and perhaps it's a challenge for you. I would encourage you and just say that, you know, it is a little awkward at first to change your mindset from what we've kind of been programmed to think, which is you've got to do everything for everybody else first, and that's what's going to give you your self-worth and your value, to the truth, which is you can't be any good to anybody, and it's going to be um, coming from an empty, selfish place if you don't first tend to your own needs. So if you want to help the people around you and support them and love on them and and help them get what they need you have to realize 
that there's no way you're going to be any kind of successful at that unless you first tend to what's important to you and until you make you number one. And now I know a lot of people that I've talked to over this past year have struggled with this concept of self-care being selfish and how do you know where that line is. We're having a show on that coming up in a few weeks so that'll kind of address that specifically but in general the best way to tell whether or not you're really genuinely giving yourself the self-care that you need versus being selfish is your intention and the way you plan it. We've talked about this before. If you have plans and you break them and you use the excuse, well, I need to get my self-care in, that's kind of selfish because you have made plans and now you're, you're going back on them. But if you set the intention and say, hey, Sunday is me day. I don't do anything for anyone else on Sunday. I, I do my thing. It's all about me and what I need to do. And you don't plan or schedule anything. You can, I mean, obviously, I live in the real world, you guys. You can plan for flexibility. Things come up. I get that. But as long as you set that intention, that's how you know you're not being selfish. So I, I know if you're not used to it, self-care can feel a little weird at first. It's, it's a little jarring to make that a priority. Sometimes there's a lot of guilt involved in it. We have a whole show where I address the post-self-care guilt, so you can look that up if you have more questions about that. So, you know... I can encourage you and say that, you know, over the past year that I've made self-care a priority, it's kind of been, you know, a, a work in progress. It's like yoga or anything else that you're learning. It's a practice. You're not going to be perfect at it. But the main ingredient and the most important thing is your intention to love on yourself. That's all we're trying to do here. So another thing that I wanted to share with you guys that I've learned this past year is that no one else can tell you what self-care is for you. Um, there's a couple interviews that I did this last year where the answers to my question, what is self-care or what are some examples of your self-care kind of stunned me. You know, I find myself kind of like, huh, really? Oh, okay. That's self-care, you know, because, because it's, it's not a one size fits all. That's why this is a weekly show with tons of different ideas because it's not always going to be the same thing, Right. What gives you self-care today is not necessarily going to give you self-care tomorrow. So just keep that on that that in mind. You you've got to mix it up. You've got to try different things, and you know, really, the only way you're going to know if a particular course of action or a particular idea is going to work for you is to try it. So that's one thing I've really come to learn this last year, and in interviewing people and talking about self-care and kind of running my own business is that it's not the same thing every week. You know, a pedicure is not always going to solve your self-care needs. Although, you know, those sound like a really good idea right now. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's you got to try different things. Something else I've learned this past year with doing the self-care sexy project is that when we're focused on taking care of someone else, we get a benefit from that. And the benefit we get from focusing on helping others is not having to do our own work right? So if you're struggling in an area of your life, but you're just busy rushing around helping other people and taking care of someone else's need, take a look at that. Why are you avoiding putting yourself first? What is what is preventing you from saying, you know what? I matter. What I do and how I choose to live my life and my passion projects, my dreams matter. And I'm going to put them first. 
I've found that a lot of people who struggle with self-care or have talked to me about, you know, God, it's just so hard. The key ingredient for these people, including myself, is there is a certain level of of avoiding our own problems because it's uncomfortable to look at our shit, right? Sometimes our work is uncomfortable. But it's just like that first day of a new workout routine where you're sweating and you can barely sit up and you feel like crap and why am I doing this? If you just persevere through that first initial shit, you're going to start finding momentum from the benefits of it. It's just a you got to be patient for it, which is kind of challenging. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you guys is that, you know, I want to be a little vulnerable with you and say that, you know, I've learned that. And it took me a long time. You know, at first, this was just a fun project to help others, right? I, I produced and developed this podcast because I wanted to help others that I knew were struggling with allowing themselves the time and the effort that they give others. So I, I did learn that self-care has a lot to do with self-worth. And I struggle a lot with feelings of I'm not worthy, I'm not worth it, or who am I to do anything, that kind of stuff. And and then that's how I know when those thoughts start happening that it's really time to ramp up the self-care. It's time to double dose, make a plan, take massive action, put it on the calendar, do something this week that is just for you. Take one night a week off this week from your chores and the shoulds and just give yourself the gift of relaxation and pampering. Reconnect with yourself. You know, you guys, it's your longest relationship, right? And it needs nurturing too. You're with yourself more than you're with anyone else. Why can't you turn that powerful love focus on yourself and give yourself what you're so willing to give everyone else. And that has been a really difficult and painful lesson to learn. Over this past year of talking with people about self-care, I've also learned that when major things come up in our life, like losing a job or a breakup with a lover, um, or you, you have to move or something real big and kind of crazy town happens, that everyone sets the self-care on the back burner and just sort of triages the survival. You know, everyone just focuses on, I got what do I got to do to survive this, not enjoy this? And that, in those times of great uncertainty and chaos and switch and change, that's when we need the self-care the mostest. An interview that I'm going to share some highlights from today is with Gina, um, a gal who made the big move to San Diego from Portland, Oregon. And this was a huge life decision. She's got a, a big group of friends here, a great job, all these things. And to make that move was an ultimate act of self-care. She knew that a priority to her was living somewhere sunny where she could, you know, not be hindered by the dark, gloomy, rainy weather that we experience here in Portland. Um, and she chose to go somewhere where it was more conducive to her health and wellness. And that had some consequences. When you make big decisions and take massive action like that, you eliminate other possibilities. And that can be really hard, especially if you're dealing with FOMO. So that was an incredible interview, and I'll share some highlights from that here in a bit. And last but not least, I want to share with you guys that the, the biggest lesson, the biggest takeaway that I've had from doing the Self-Care Sexy podcast and interviewing guests on our show is that self-care is a direct path to confidence, 
inner peace and it absolutely increases your your joy. I love it when I remember to take time out for myself. And I absolutely love it when I hear others talking about how they chose to to put themselves first instead of going out with friends or, or doing chores because they need self-care. And I love seeing your guys' posts on the socials all about, you know, push-ups and tea as a form of way of giving back. It's great. And I love knowing that we have listeners like yourself from all over the world tuning in and getting their their weekly dose of self-care ideas. You know, we currently have a solid ten to 12,000 listeners per week right now. And I, I hope that gives you a sense of community. And I hope that that gives you a sense of you're not alone in this challenge of making self-care a priority and how to put yourself first. And I'm so thankful that you guys are tuning in and submitting these ideas for us to share with everyone. So if there's something that's working in your routine right now and you want to share that with the rest of the class, just make sure that you send me an email. I'd love to hear all about it. All right, so that's it for um, my year in review. Now I want to share with you guys some of my favorite interviews from this past year. Um, I've had the privilege of interviewing a lot of incredible people who have some incredible ideas and and want to share them with you. So first of all, I want to share with you guys the highlight from an interview that I did with my sister, Jessie Wood, from Dallas, Texas. I mean, she is incredible. And in this clip, she's talking about her favorite way to get self-care and it's so funny because if you knew if you knew this person the way I did you would know that this was the furthest thing from what you would think they would want as self-care this great big life of mine demands great big self-care yeah and something that is of utmost priority that I have literally built into my life is bath time. Next up, I'm going to share a clip with you guys uh, from an episode that I did with Gina. I mentioned her great big move from Portland to San Diego this year and how she's going to talk about the difference between the micro and the macro level of self-care. So what's the big picture and what's the immediate picture? And I really like that distinction. I hope that helps you guys out. So... For me, self-care is ever-evolving, and it might be that might be true for, for other folks as well. But for the, the last several months, for me, it's involved sort of into a macro and micro level of self-care. And what I mean by that is my move to San Diego is sort of the macro level. Um, it for, for many years, I had wanted to move away from my home state of Oregon and go adventure and find new people to learn about and adventure to different places and I was always sort of held back by this very heavy fear um, a fear of upsetting my family a fear of upsetting my friends I fear that perhaps I might not make it on the other side and so when I was thinking about the fact that I haven't been doing self-care I really had to, to put some stock in that decision so um, so certainly on the, on the macro level, um, facing that fear and moving to San Diego was something that was a, a, a big moment for me and, and definitely in the self-care realm, if you, if you will. 
And finally, I want to share with you guys one of my favorite clips so far this year. This comes from my episode with Jordan Brick. I recently had him on the show. Fucking hilarious. I love this guy. And and if you loved him too, don't worry. We're going to have Dr. Chaos back on the show for a check-in here shortly. But this week, I really want to share with you some fun, some fun tips from Jordan. I mean, people should be more or less responsible for themselves. And, like, you do have to, like, you are responsible for making you happy, like, I thought about this actually in regards to my girlfriend the other day. Like, um, we like I kind of feel like I, you know like you know I'm like I disappoint her occasionally, which like is totally natural. Like I'm, I'm a fucking person and she's a person, so like we're not always gonna line up on what we want to do that day, or like you know somebody's gonna really want to do something but the other person can't, or you know like and so there's gonna be some just dis- small disappointments here and there and. uh you know, like, she really wanted me to, like, come over or something, but I was like, hey, like, I just, like, I had a super frustrating day at work, and I was like, I, like, like, you're welcome to come over, but can you just give me, like, a few hours to just, like, veg out real quick and recharge my room, you know? And, like, I kind of felt guilty about sending her that text, but then, like, but then, like, within, like, ten minutes or so, it's just like, no, like, I, like, I need to look out for my health, like, for my mental health and, like, Yes, like, it's it's important to, like, be there for the other person, make compromises, and also, like, do your best to facilitate their happiness, but, like, ultimately, like, if she is, like, it, you know, because, like, I, I have these, uh, I don't know, the panic attacks, but, like, you know, like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do the thing you want to do today, and then I'm like, if I send that text, and then she's just like, the, the next text room is just like, we're done, or anything, I'm like, fuck you, you know, like, so I have these, like, mini panic attacks in my head, um, but, but I talk myself through them, and but like you know, and so ultimately I was like, no, like she is responsible for her happiness, and like if I disappoint her that much, brain, like she'll just break up with you, and it'll be fine. Like at least we tried, and like, but you, like, we need to be honest, and like, if we need time to ourselves, we need time to ourselves. You know, like I also think of myself as like multiple people, but yeah, and third person. Yeah, so, so no, but it so. makes sense. I mean, really, yeah. what you're saying is that if you. If if you honor what you really want, and you tell her clearly, mm-hmm. there is that moment of oh god, what did I say, and right. what are the ramifications? But the reality is, what would the ramifications be if you didn't tell her? She came over, and then you were like napping in bed, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Right. You know what I mean? Like the the, the consequences. Well, you're all grumpy, mm-hmm. or, yeah. Like it's it's important. Like you're gonna to fight, say, and it's gonna get worse. Yeah. So it's like, why not just be straight up from the get go and yeah? But and, but ultimately, you know, it was like say what uh, you need. Yeah, uh, but uh, like. It's just, like, we are responsible for our own happiness, and then, like, you know, friends and family, like, the people you choose to spend your time around should probably have some sort of vested interest in, like, helping you facilitate you being responsible for your happiness, but, like, nobody else is responsible for your happiness. All right, you guys, that's it for this week, a wrap-up of 2017. I'm looking forward to a new year of great topics. Some of the things we have coming up are an episode on a sleep challenge. We've got an interview with basketball great Cheryl Swoops. And we're going to have a DIY self-care sexy bookmark-making episode. Of course, we're going to bring you the three-part series of self-care through trauma with our award-winning therapist, Joyce Rosen. She's going to be on our show, as well as many other events, including self-care is going to Burning Man this year, which should be a blast. I can't wait. We have a lot of amazing self-care content coming up, so make sure to tune in and stick around. 
That's it for this week. Thank you for joining me. If you have a story you'd like to share and want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. All right, guys, we've got some great content coming your way, so stay tuned. And remember, that self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first. <laughs>